Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we had a returning guest. It was Dickie Borthwick. He's the world's oldest footballer. Well, Britain, yeah. certainly. He's tremendous. He's great. And he's looking for a new club at 80, nearly 84 years old. So <laughs> see if you can help out. Uh, Russell Kane, comedian, popped in and saw us. He's got a new book out, very interesting book, about his relationship with his uh, dad, which I think a lot of people can relate to. And what else did we do? Oh, we had a chat. And yeah. we had a quiz. A quiz. A we... music quiz based on some boffins research. Oh, so exciting. Feel free to play along, you podcasters. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. How did it? How did it go? Your well, exhibition? Yes, it, it went quite well. It had a quite interesting reaction to the work. Uh, yeah. Had some funny comments though. I had one bloke came up to me and say, "Were these painted by local children?" <laughs> that was my favourite. Because <laughs> they are of the yeah. naive school. We've said this oh, yeah. before. Uh, one woman was looking at it and went. Saw the price and she went, really? How much? <laughs> that was a good one. See, it was quite interesting because... She thought they were too cheap, clearly. No, 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 no. <laughs> I I spent two days in this... You saw the space. It's yeah, in I saw this it, yeah. building. I'm not, I can't say where the building is, but... Because yeah, you can't just rock up because there's yeah. lots of offices there yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, and so they don't just want people wandering there. So, uh, but I spent two days with nobody knowing who I was. That's quite wow. unusual these days. Just two days? Well, just two days where, you know, no one sort of went, well, Andy, has it, you know, love the show or, or hate the you show. Get, you get that a lot, do you? I get that quite a lot, yeah. Cabbies I mean, and stuff? Way yeah, there's all sorts of people, really. I get people, I got stopped by a teacher the other day on the at uh, Westminster Tube Station. But oh, I love How often do people say, all right, Andy, hate the show? No. Well, That'd be a know. bit much, wouldn't it? <laughs> I know. I didn't want to come across as boastful. Very cheer. <laughs> hey, Andy, you all right, mate? You're rubbish, mate. <laughs> yeah. All the best. Well, I've had that. Don't love worry about it. see you. But it's, it, I can't say I liked it. It's quite odd, really. You know, you get used to it. So I didn't like the anonymity. It's not, to be not good for the ego. I mean, I, I, no. I, I, I barely, rec- barely recognise you someday, so I'm surprised you get stopped that often, I really. Yeah. Well, I, the thing is, it reminded me of being in menswear. It reminded me where you... What, the band? No, Oh, no, the okay, the shop, okay. You put your wares out, oh, and yeah. you, you know, you do your displays, or in other words, yeah. you put, you put your pictures up or put your clothes up, and then you're waiting for people to come and like them and look at them and hopefully buy them, and uh, it's, it's quite a horrible thing. I, I do prefer this line of work, did I you do? Say. Did you do your walk? Did you have did any well, lines a... come back and say... <laughs> I've got that in a smaller size. So maybe one, you could see yeah. it. We've got that as a triptych. Come over here. Come and have a look at this. Why are you? 32 waist? Were you doing all that again? It took you back. It did. I saw one bloke there. He was looking at one of the, the paintings and I thought, oh, well, he seems quite keen. Mm. So uh, 
and, and then he was taking a photo of it. So oh. I thought, that's good. I'll, I'll go and approach him, you know, yeah. like, can I help you, sir? That's the old thing. Did, and, you, uh, did you say, can I help you, sir? No, but, I, but you know, can I help you, You should sir? have got in touch with our old mate Paul Whitehouse <laughs> for a few tips. <laughs> anyway, I caught, basically he just said to me, no, it just, it looks like a bloke I know. So he basically was doing what I do, sneaking a lookalike. Yeah. <laughs> and then just another bloke. Playing lookalike cricket. Bloke was having his photo taken next to a self-portrait of, obviously of me. Because so, he looked a bit like you, did yeah. he? He said uh, <laughs> they were laughing. The bloke saying, "So you get all that?" But, yeah, you know, good. Well, yeah, that's fine, really. So, uh, but you know, again, you know, a few have sold mm. online. People went off and, and yeah, and no, did no, a bit online. You know, so. so it's 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 one of those things. Oh, well, look, you didn't yeah. start. It's quite amazing, really. It, it was only really while I'm sitting it busy broadcasting, mm. you would be doodling and not listening to me. Yes, that's right. That, that this art <laughs> this art career came about. <laughs> yeah. But it's only in May that you did your first piece of work. Yeah. So as we said, you have it's basically been an, a kind of an explosion. <laughs> 41 pieces and a creative explosion it was a but do you continue experience. now or, or oh yes no I, I'm not discouraged to have a, I'm in fact I'm encouraged right. so I will carry on uh, yeah. and there's an awful lot of sport in them certainly in the titles isn't oh, it oh yeah there's, there's a many lot of sport of, in them there's a lot of sport they're a kind of marriage of sporting puns and kind of pastiches of different art styles aren't they yeah, if people a, haven't seen it. them yeah I'd say that's fairly so accurate, you're taking yeah. you might have a kind of famous hopper the Nighthawks a lot of people would have seen that yeah and you'll you'll bring that back to sport won't you yeah. with a little Pun. Oh yeah, this is that's the idea. It? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good bit, stuff. A bit like my work here. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that's true, really. But with a pencil in your hand, <laughs> exactly. Now I was watching the football last night. I was uh, watching the. Uh, Jamie wants to know: Did anybody at the exhibition ask Andy what's the point? <laughs> well, they'd be well entitled to. There's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no point, Jamie. Yeah. In whatsoever. But you could you could argue but, that about a lot but of things. But does art have a point? Well, that's a very good Jamie, question. Jamie, oh eight seven one seven double two. Go on then. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I was watching the football last night. And it was a great free kick for Colchester by Cohen Brammel. Yeah. And I know he's not <clears> Jewish, <throat> Cohen, but I was thinking, do they write about it in the Jewish Chronicle? They're so desperate. There's only about two <laughs> Jewish football professional footballers. Thinking, do you, you, think they, do you think they could be on the cover? <laughs> well, yeah. he's, not, he's not Jewish, you don't think? Oh, no. Okay, well, fair I'd enough. Say, I'd say he isn't. Okay, I, mean, I don't enough. know. I, you know that's then. his first name rather than his last name. Okay, yeah, George yeah. Cohen, he wasn't Jewish either. No, he wasn't, no. You know, people so call 08717, people call... <laughs> it doesn't mean... No, don't bother. <laughs> don't bother. Wouldn't be great, would it, really? No. Uh, not, not at all, in fact. Um, what else have I got? Oh, yes, I was watching the Brentford uh, game on Monday night, and uh, that was a poor result for QPR, really. It was, Brentford. yeah, yeah. And uh, Thomas Frank... Is a classic case of a man with two Christian names, mm. and then you get the man with two surnames like Barrington Dalby. Yeah, or so in, indeed think, Cohen Bramall. Or Cohen Bramall, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so I don't know. But it takes us absolutely nowhere. But okay. I mention it. Okay. <laughs> what else would I? What else? Did has you see happened? today, James Madison? It reminds me of an old mm. joke involving someone called Joe, but I can't say the first word uh, of that particular mm. joke. But um, James Madison is uh, will forever be known mm. like this. Um, after one evening out, James Madison uh, came on and turned the game last night yeah. uh, uh, for uh, Leicester. Well, came they on, were, yes, yeah, they were. But yeah, with, you know, he, trying, seven yeah. minutes left, yeah. he came on and did the business mm. and scored scored a goal. But they said the casino loving England star. <laughs> so that's all. It's going to haunt him oh, forevermore. That's ridiculous. Isn't it? The casino. Whenever love. an England player, whenever it's a, after England might play an exhibition game in Vegas against uh, the USA, and they say, "Oh, James Madison's got to be in the squad. He loves a casino. Like he's the only football he's ever that's been to a true. casino." Yeah. And uh, Green King, our sponsors. Oh yeah. Are sponsoring three races this afternoon at Fakenham. 
Oh, good. So, yes, I'll be reporting on it tomorrow in a section I'm calling Fakenham News. <laughs> that's very good, Andy. That's, that's very good. I thought you'd enjoy that. Well, it's good to have you back with material like that. <laughs> well, that's very much what I do. And there were a oh, couple yes. of times over the last few days when Charlie stepped into your boots and tried very similar material. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did he? Yeah. Um, I bet he got short shrift from you. <laughs> no, 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 I laughed heartily. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got to be kind to the, the temporary help. You have. <laughs> nice way to be looked at, isn't it, Charlie? Temporary help. I had time uh, in, in this exhibition. I had a bit of time on my hands as I sat there waiting yeah. for people to come along. Uh, there was a China Daily there. You know, the old paper, the newspaper I used to love. Yeah. So I cut up a few bits from it. So uh, I've got this one. Venues, this is the headline. Venues in Beijing offer a wide range of attract attractions. So you think, oh, this could be good. I'll, next time I'm in Beijing, I'll, I'll take note of this. Mm. The Wangping Coal Mine. <laughs> yeah, I can't Wang, wait. The Wan, Wangping yeah. Coal Mine. Yeah, it's one of the eight coal mines in Beijing. The Wangping Coal Mine <laughs> was established in 1964 and ceased to operate at the start of 1994. The Wangping Coal Mine. I just like saying it. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah, the have a go at home, hang on, we'll give him a window. <laughs> give it a go now, go on. See, it's good, isn't it? It's, it's great to say. Yeah. And uh, and then the headline is in a little editorial in the paper. Mm. It's always so unbiased and, you know, tremendously balanced. Well, it's a Chinese newspaper. What are you expecting? <laughs> exactly. China's hard work points the way for world. Thank you very much. While we reflect on the glorious history of China, yeah. yes, it's really, really critical, isn't it? Mm. The contribution made by the Communist Party of China in the development process needs to be emphasised. Yeah. Uh, founded in 1921, the CPC has contributed to China's growth process through dynamic leadership and ideology. Why so critical? Can't see. Alan Rusbridge are getting the gig anytime soon, can you? Seems unlikely. Philbert the Fox, Jeff Peters says, can you ask Vincent Van Jacobs if all of his artwork sells for one seventy five? Well, uh, no. Okay, no. <laughs> Hence the woman saying, how much? Yeah, exactly. You've got to set the bar high. I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? If you're selling right. art, well, if you yeah, put it in it. for 25 quid, mm. people are going to think that's no good. But, you know, you that's put it, it in for a decent whack... Yeah, and, you know, people it's a might difficult think, one. You know, it's easy. I've noticed what Glenn would call the emperor's new clothes situation. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, you know, you've, you've got to do that really. So right. uh, okay, well, so no, not one seventy five. No, um, it's uh, Paul Hawksby, Annie Jacobs. Make rates for you, Jeff. Oh yeah, it's a little bit of a dizzy <laughs> for you. He'll, he'll, he'll sort you under two grand. Uh, no, no, not really. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, uh, if you're 83 uh, mm. years old and your vets team packs up, you may take that as a sign to hang yeah. up your boots. Well, but not uh, Britain's oldest player, uh, Dickie Borthwick, uh, 84 next birthday, but uh, issuing a come and get me plea this afternoon. Enough, still looking to play the game, still feels he's got 90 minutes uh, in him. Uh, we've spoken to him before and uh, he rejoins us now. Dickie, very good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, so, I mean, this is getting a little bit of uh, traction today. It's been in the papers. Here we are talking about it. I suppose, uh, have, you, have you had any clubs uh, so far say they'd yeah, be having it? Good. I've, I've had a lot of people, well, not a lot, but I've had a few people interested in me. Uh, one from Malta. Uh, <laughs> another one <laughs> from um, just down the road from here, about 20 miles away. And uh, one from Newport in South Wales. So, uh, yeah, people are showing a bit of interest. How far have you travelled in the past for a game? In the past, I've, um, I've travelled about uh, 80 miles, I suppose. Mm. I, I was asked to play a game at um, uh, down in Portsmouth with the ex-Portsmouth uh, players some time ago. 
yeah, that was quite a distance to go for a game. Yeah. Um, so is the idea now, Dickie, to kind of do, maybe not play a whole season for one club, but if you've got a chance to guest for a few clubs and turn out for something, is that the sort of thing you'd be happy to do? I'd sooner, yeah, I'd love to do that, you know, but the opportunities have just not uh, arisen, uh, not not recently anyway. Yeah. Why did uh, Portland veterans uh, pack it in? Was it lack of players or...? Well, um, this seems to be happening a lot lately. Um, managers take on a job uh, and they think it's going to be easy. Uh, and then they have um, problems uh, running the sign, players not turning up and players not paying their subs, etc., etc. And um, after a few games, they, they sort of say, well, if you're not interested, well, I'm not interested. And so the team packs up. Um, your your partner Jill, she she thought you should retire, but I mean now now you're getting offers from Malta. She may have changed her mind. I mean, <laughs> is she come round to your way? I think. Does she? I mean, it must be good for you. it's good for your health. It's good for your yeah well being. You obviously still love playing and want to keep doing it. I do. Yeah, I miss it terribly. Uh, I don't think she'd be too keen on the idea of me me keep playing. You know, she said. It's about time at your age you settled down and t- took life easy, but um, that's not me. I, I enjoy my football. Mm. You know, you get people who enjoy going fishing all night and you, you get people want to play darts. So they're interested in their own sport. With me, it's football. Uh, a bit more strenuous than that, but, um, yeah, I, I, I miss the game. What about game, yeah. training? I mean, do you keep yourself fit while, while you're looking for a club? Have you sort of got a couple of sessions? Would you repeat that? Training. What about training while you're still looking for a club? I mean, um, not too interested in in high pressure training. No, no. Um, I do enough training on my own here. You know, I look after myself, and I, I'm busy most of the day doing something or other. I'm pretty active um, here. Uh, occasionally, I, I go out onto my lawn and um, have a little bit of train, have a training session out there, uh, striking the ball, left foot, right foot, and um, various little tricks that I do. Um, yeah, uh, um, I do a little bit of training, yes. You were a player in your day. You played up in Scotland in the Highlands, up in Ross County, in Gordon, and you played non-league for 11 different clubs down in England. So you... No, no. Let's not correct, true? Let's correct that. OK, right. I just yeah, This is what I've read. Yeah, it's, it's fake I, news, I live Dickie. in Rossshire. Oh, right. Which is where Ross County, uh, where the Ross County football team is. OK. Now... A lot of people say, oh, I played for Ross County. I did not play for Ross County. I played for Rosshire Schoolboys right. right. under 15. Okay. But I did also play for Invergordon, uh, which were in the Highland League at the time. Mm. Sorry, correction. They were in the Rosshire League at the time. Yeah. And yeah. I played for them when I was 15 years old. Um, quite a good yeah. standard of football. Mm. And um, I enjoyed the football up, up there because... Um, there was very little to do in, in the small town in the evenings, and um, all the boys used to uh, get up on the local park and play for a couple of hours, maybe four or five evenings a week. Yeah. And that's, um, that's where I really, really enjoyed my football. What was your best period? I mean, we all say, you know, when we get older, we get a bit more experience, we play yeah. the game in your head. What, what would you say was your best decade so far? I, I think the best period when I played football was um, when I was about... 30, to hmm. 28 to 30. I played for Sherbourne Town at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a nice part of the world, Sherbourne, um, yeah. We, we, had a, we had a good little side there. 
It was run by Don Travers, mm-hmm. who um, old, older older people might remember. He was a professional with Oldham, mm-hmm. and then he came down to work um, to play for Yeovil, I believe it was, and um, eventually he took the job as manager of Sherborne Football Club, and uh, he signed me on. We we both worked together at Western's Aircraft, and uh, he signed me on. And uh, I had a couple of seasons there with Don, and um, we actually won our league, and we we were promote, promoted to the Dorset Combination League, which was the highest league at the time. Yeah. You you know you you can play up front, you, you can play on the wing, left wing. Um, have you got a preferred position if you're going to come back and play for a club? Yeah, well, when I started football up in Scotland, I was. Um, I was a left winger. Mm. I played for the um, the school on the left wing, and I played uh, uh, I played for Inver Gordon on the left wing, um, and I I played for quite a few teams in Wales on on the left wing. But um, in my in my mid forties, I decided to drop back a bit. Right. Um, I'd obviously lost a bit of speed, so uh, I found it a little bit easier playing in midfield in between the two 18-yard um, lines. Mm. So um, you're willing to travel, uh, but maybe not to Malta, but you are. But ideally, somewhere down in the Dorset area, somewhere around there would be would be best for you, Dickie. Is yeah, that right? yes, I wouldn't mind travelling around. OK. Or, or if Manchester United <clears throat> could arrange a game for me mm. up there. <laughs> That'd be nice. What, what about... Up there. He has got some young players, Ollie, so maybe, if, maybe <laughs> a couple experience. of bit of experience like you, <laughs> they've been saying that, haven't they? Yeah. yeah, what about watching football? Have you been a football watcher over the years? Um, yeah, I, I watch the local side. Um, every time they're at home, I've got a season ticket and I watch them, go down and cheer them on, shout advice from the touchline. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether they take any notes or not, but what's it? Once or twice, I think they've uh, listened to me, and we've got a goal out of it. And you're a big, oh, you're a big United fan as well. I mean, what was the, the happy memories of watching Manchester United over the years? You would remember the, the, the Busby Babes, of course, wouldn't you? Yes, and I remember playing. Um, sorry, I remember mm. watching a game between mm. the old Manchester United side and Manchester City. Mm. That was that was a brilliant game. Yeah. So I've also yeah. been I've also been invited up to. Uh, Manchester as a guest um, a couple of years ago. Oh, that's nice. nice. Very nice. Yeah, and they they treated me very well. I was a VIP for for the afternoon, and uh, that was great. Lovely. I saw a story, was it earlier this year, that there was a, a kind of sculpture done of you, a paper sculpture? Yeah, that was done by um, uh, Stanner Chairlifts, actually. Oh, right. They, they, they did an article about... Um, young people <clears throat> meeting elderly people <clears throat> and um they commissioned a chap in london to do that um and he made an excellent job of it yeah he was it so i'm just looking at it now it's fantastic it's like, very lifelike it's like did you get to keep it afterwards no no oh. no it was his property and i think it um <clears throat> i don't know what happened to it probably blew away probably just <clears throat> withered away with them you know <laughs> yeah. the damp the damp atmosphere that we've had lately yeah no um that was a good day out, actually. Mm. Um, I was invited up to Primrose Hill in London. Yeah, very nice. And um, they they put me up for the night, and they took me up to Primrose Hill at 6 o'clock in the morning right. to do the photo shoot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was quite a day out, actually. 
So, um, you, you like the social as well, Dickie. It's, you love the football, but you like having a pint afterwards and talking through the game with the boys. So that, that will be important. You want a club maybe that uh, everybody gets together afterwards and has a bit of a post-mortem on the game. Ideally, yeah. Mm, yeah. Ideally, um, it would be a team sort of 40 plus. Right. Okay. Um, they talk about veterans <clears throat> football, mm. but I, I don't consider it's really veterans football. Um, I think the age limit that they start on now is 35. Yeah. Well, you, you've got 35-year-old players playing in, in, in the football league. Yeah. So how can you be a veteran? You won't get in the veterans' gate down at Weymouth here if you're 35. <laughs> yeah, some teams have the old vets and the young vets. They'll have a couple of teams. Mm. But well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, put, we put the word out then, Dickie, um, yeah. and let's hope we can come through. But not walking football. You're not ready for that yet, are you? Not really, no, no. no. Um, I, I, you know, I still sort of enjoy the, the, the proper game, the live game, and the 90-minute the game. Yeah. Um, well, let's yeah. hope you can find somebody. You're an inspiration to us all, as always, and uh, best of luck. Thanks very much for joining us. And thank you. Bye. Dickie Borswick there. He's, he's in Dorchester, but he'll travel, as he said, say, possibly yeah. not to Valletta. Um, but he does. He does want to. He wanted. It's great, isn't it? It's great that a bloke at that age still wants to keep playing. It's lovely. What a lovely what story. Enthusiasm. He loves watching. He likes playing. Yeah, he yeah. Loves his football. It's Big great. United fan. Come on, Ollie. Brilliant. Do your thing. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Talks me and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. There is research out today, Andy. Yes. That says this is what it says: people can recognise a tune in the blink of an eye. Yeah. This comes from the University College London, their Ear Institute. Uh, the brain can identify a familiar song within 100 to 300 milliseconds, which is how quickly the average human blinks. And we thought we. So who needs Shazam? Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, well, Shazam works with songs you don't know. <laughs> but, you know, you won't recognise songs you don't know <laughs> in the blink of an eye. No research suggests that. <laughs> That's true. Um, but we thought we'd try it. So we asked, okay, yeah. we asked the producer to come up with uh, a few sports... All I know is they're sports-related Are they well-known songs? songs? Are they yeah, I think they're, they're well-known sports-related songs. So okay. we're going to have a, the blink of an eye, Andy, okay. to recognise them between us. Neither of us know, know these. Listeners can play along at home, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, come on then, John. Let's beat have number the, beat one. Beat the intro. I think beat, they call well, this. Blimey, and then some. <laughs> beat the intro. Here yeah. we go. That I think that is three lines, isn't it? I think that's three lines. No, that's rocking all over the world. Status quo. Well, no, hang on. It can't be because they're sport related, Andy. Play the game. What was it? Hi, hi. Oh, there you go. Give a line. All right, one nil to me. So let's. Uh, should have another go? Let's yeah. have another guess. Yes, yeah, different. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I know that one. Do you know that? Can we hear it one more time for the listeners? See if you think you got it. Blue is the colour. Yeah, that did sound like blue is the colour. I thought it was, and we play all the way for Leeds United. All these songs sounded yeah. the same in the 70s. What but was it? Yeah. Thank goodness I got that one. It would have been really embarrassing, that, wouldn't it? That could have been, uh, yeah, okay. Or it could have been Leeds. It could have been any song, the football yeah. song of the 70s, couldn't it? Okay. But one all, Andy. Okay, okay, let's have another one. Ah, oh, that is, um, I know that one. That's, That's Chaz and Dave. Glory, glory, glory Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, glory, yeah, glory Tottenham Hotspur, isn't it, I think? Oh. I hear it every other week for about 15 years. It gets into your head, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So, that's a 2-1 to me. Should I have another go? Yeah. Any second. Really I'm just going to do it. Obviously, we're going to do another one. I've just, we've confused the picture. We were going to do three, but I think we're quite enjoying ourselves well, now, aren't we? It's not too bad, isn't it? It's, uh, the listener's having a go as well. So, uh, got another one? Here we go. This will be on Sunday Oh, that's easy. Zedcars. Yes, Mr. Parry would have got that one for the Watford and Everton fans. 2-2, two, two. this is the decider. Okay, then. So we're going to the decider then, the uh, fifth one. Um, right. Sports-related songs. So oh, we nearly there. Here we go. Oh. So should we hear that again for the listeners? Here we go. Wow, that's a good one. It's not one. some Torquay-related nonsense, is it? Is it? <laughs> Torquay? It's great, isn't it? It trashes your traditions, John. Oh, yeah, blue is the colour. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. Torquay-related nonsense. Well, you know. Um, wow, I think you've got you've got both of us there. Mother Kelly's doorstep. Should we have it one, once more? For, come on, once more for Jazz. Let's hear it. Nah, that's, uh, that's is that. Me. It sounds like "Please Release Me," but it can't be, can it? Engelbert, no team sings yeah, that. Was a Leicester fan? Yeah, no. <laughs> any player on a Bosman? Yeah. Um, okay, should we find out what it was? Yeah, go on. Oh, of course. No. Oh, you should have got dear. it. Sorry, Jerry. Yeah, it wasn't quite a short. Even Jerry and the Marsden would have struggled with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry and the Marsden. Jerry and the Marsden. I love Jerry and the Marsdens. Yeah. Okay, marvellous. Marco Silva and the Evans, <laughs> something we were talking about yesterday. So, t- a two-all draw. Well, tremendous. I, I think football was the winner. <laughs> Very much Don't so. you think? Yeah. But anyway, you, uh, I'm sure you, you beat us, so you got all of those yeah, right, so well did, done yeah. if you did. Uh, we just saw Tommy Doyle on the telly. Yeah. What a great pedigree. Played for Man City last night. Had a good game, apparently. Yeah. The grandson of uh, the ex-captain Mike Doyle and Glyn Pardo both I didn't know they were married 
<laughs> oh, played in the 69. That's what I first thought. I, thought, I didn't I realized, know they were married. But I realised, obviously. Yeah, of course. That, played in the 69 Cup final, of one course. Of Mike's like, offspring was married to one of Glyn's offspring. And, yeah. yeah, that's how it yeah, worked. That's, that's, uh, uh, well, yeah, that's... Something like that, yeah. Well, so, they, it well, it's basically, so, Tommy, yeah. he's related. So, yeah, what a fine pedigree there, football-wise. Marvellous. Mm. Now, uh, Sandy Toxic has got a new uh, biography out. Oh, is she really? She was talking about, she was writing about her first year at Cambridge. Oh, yeah. When she started a relationship with a woman whom she refers to in the book as Troman. <laughs> Troman. Troman. Really? This woman was being so blase. I don't know if she said that. No, Probably quite not. possibly. Have <laughs> uh, you seen some woman yesterday? Yeah. Um, that sounds a terrible thing to say. I should give her a name, really. Some woman yesterday. <laughs> a Breaking person. news of some woman yesterday. Yes. I'll get, sorry, Lindsay. Lindsay Kelly, 35. Yes. Um, she had a picture taken with Prince Harry for the Invictus Games. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Um, and um, she basically did what you did mm. to uh, Brendan's missus. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Did yeah, she? That's right. She said, um, I, "I, I, I think I may have just goosed uh, <laughs> Prince Harry." She put her hand uh, really? on his backside. That's right, and like you did with Jennifer, like Brendan O'Carroll's yeah. wife, and Mrs. Brown, of course. <laughs> yes. uh, famously, Andy, we had a picture taken in the yeah, office, yeah, yeah, and we... you had your hand on her, wasn't on, her on her backside really by accident. Really, no. It was it was pre Me Too, mm. Andy. I'm, I'm not sure it would have been viewed in quite the same way these days. <laughs> but of... they've forgiven you. They yeah, came in true. recently, and they've forgiven you. They did forgive me. Talking of Sandy Toxic, I watched. In the... fact, like, she didn't even remember it, which doesn't say a lot for you. Does no, it, really? it doesn't really. She wasn't <laughs> upset by it. Which she is didn't a good treasure thing, the really. moment, of course. Yeah, so I was saying, talking about Sandy Toxic, it was, of course was the final of Bake Off last night, yeah. and uh, I did go very sport at the end because after being star baker four times, Steph, she just failed to turn up on the night. Really, I mean, I've got to be honest. She had a bad day. You've brought it back to sport, but I, 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 I didn't watch a minute of it, I'm afraid. So you, I well, mean, you're, I didn't you're watch talking. all of it, but no, I, I, well, it wasn't the best series they've ever had, to be fair, really. Okay. Was it all that? Oh, each 717 I've got a quick T20 birthday spread, if you want. We got time for that? We got time oh, for a T20? We haven't really. Have we? No, no, I'll, I'll, go I'll, go on, I'll save it till tomorrow. Go on, Paddy. It's going to be very quick. Here we go. Go on, do it. Okay, okay. I'll give you spread of about eight. I've got the eight within eight of this person's birthday. Famous violinist, world famous violinist, Shlomo Mintz. Oh, yeah. And I like Shlomo. We're good friends. He always makes me pastries at this time of the year. Yeah, I love my mince pies. Blimey, I think the moose would have been proud of that one. <laughs> he would. Um, <laughs> what is Shlomo Mintz? 82. Oh, no, he's only 62. Oh, boy, Shlomo. sorry, Shlomo, if you're listening. You had him any, down playing with Dickie Borthwick. Uh, any of the... <laughs> him and Dickie in the midfield, just sitting, <laughs> sitting in the midfield. Why not? The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Making a welcome return to the studio, gelling up as we speak. Oh, you've got sure to gel he up. Well, he's mid-toy, he doesn't want to get a cold. Uh, it's Russell Kane. Hi, Russell. How are you? How you doing? Uh, yeah, we had um, years ago. Seal came in. The famous singer Seal came yeah. in to sing us, and mm. uh, he, he had a, a personal assistant with him. Who I think because he was mid tour singing, he gelled him. He had some of that in his hand, and he put out the hand. And on yeah, went, ironically, on one of the, the best places to pick up germs. Really, yeah, a hand sanitizer gel container. It's <laughs> got more germs than any other thing on the planet. Seriously, more than a toilet bowl. Is that true? No, but it's it brilliant. Sound it's brilliant. I, honestly, that's the QI. <laughs> they, they're going to want you on. Um, so we're talking about various things. One of which is uh, "Son of a Silverback," your your book uh, about your dad growing up with your dad and your family story, which is fascinating stuff and and kind of does sort of play into that whole nature or nurture debate, doesn't mm. it? Because uh, you're a very different person to your dad. I think it's fair to say, isn't it? <laughs> 
Well, I've got a theory. If you grow up with a dad around, which isn't many of us, sadly, it's about, you know, I think it's like 60% of houses have some sort of separation now. Mm, But if you did grow up with a dad around, you either grow up a photocopy of your dad or a rebellious opposite. There's not many people like, I'm sort of like my dad, but a bit different. Mm. So I went down rebellious opposite. My old man, silverback, Neanderthal, semi-professional bodybuilder, doorman, weightlifting, bodyguard, right-wing lump of Essex, (laughs) rugby-playing steak, Essex County, (laughs) stamping on faces. And he got me for a son, skipping around Liza Minnelli, glittery question mark, why are there no girlfriends? And, uh, uh, and, And the more I got a reaction from him, from that, that was my rebellion. So he wasn't a reader. That made me want to know, well, what is in this book of, this world of books? You know, you, you better not be reading up there, Julie. My dad thought a Penguin Classic was a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I sort of got pushed into this weird sort of camp bookish rebellion because it was a way of being different. Every Gary... Do you think it was rebellion then? Yeah, okay. everyone was called Kevin, Dave, Gary in my street. Yeah. Everyone went to the same nightclubs, went wrong in the, with the same gang, took the wrong things and put the wrong things into their bodies and ended up working on the same building site or shop. <laughs> that was the path. And I'm like, hello, I'm different. Mm. So what? how else can you rebel if everyone's already getting wonky at the weekend and partying in illegal re- warehouse raves? The only way to be different is to be over the park reading Leo Tolstoy. So I thought, I'll try that. <laughs> Didn't get me a girlfriend. I thought I was going to die a virgin. No. Well, this is the interesting chronology of the book. Mm. Because comedian's memoir, it's hard to get people like yourselves interested with another comedian in his flaming memoir being punted around. <laughs> I thought better to do a biography of my dad, Dave Kane. So the book spans his life, 1941 to 2003. I'm okay. just, a, I'm one of the main characters in that book for mm. part of it. Mm. But it stops... It stops before I pick up the microphone. How refreshing is that? Not one chapter of, I felt the fuzzy adrenaline in my body and I realised I was going to be a stand-up. Not but at all, not ever, one. But did he ever get to see any of your no. success? That's quite the, sad, because biz- biz- have had a different view of it. Well, this is the bizarre coincidence of the of my life, is my old man died the month I started stand-up. Wow. I already had the gig pencilled in the diary when he went from a massive, unexpected heart attack. So I'm like, did he die just to not be impressed by anything I've ever done? <laughs> no, it's the bad. ultimate, like, I'm not, well it is it's sad but it's also profound in that it released all these stories that have got me all this recognition Mm. and i won this amazing comedy award it's still my proudest achievement winning that edinburgh comedy award so it's a bit of a the king is dead but long live the king even Mm. the greatest thing my old man left to me were these anecdotes about this weirdly negative hilariously hyper masculine man that i sort of minted into stories and he'd be a granddad now wouldn't he why have you ever thought what he would have made of that well my mum's got this thing in fact speaking about this book to girl with girls and female journalists is that if i'd have been a girl i would have had a different experience because my mum always says dad would have been like butter an adult. my mum's not a gay man that's just my impression of it. your your dad would have been like butter if you'd been girls because my dad came from uh he wasn't jewish but he had a jewish granddad so he came from a jewish culture so you're a man very early on so mm. all he saw was two little geezers running around the house me and my brother yeah he couldn't get his head around we were just kids. Was your brother? Was your brother more like him? Is he more like him? My my brother was more outdoorsy and and masculine and mm. and better into sport. And the girls liked him. And I'm sort of nerdy and like Dungeons and Dragons and should have died a virgin really. Uh, so by some miracle, got a girlfriend eventually. <laughs> I left school without even kissing a girl. Can you believe that? Not even my kiss genity was lost. <laughs> oh uh, so he had more in common with him that way. But both of us ultimately were just two geezers in the way of the alpha male. I mean, this is. Not, 
This is not a coincidence I've chosen Silverback. The gorilla, if you look at the way gorillas mm. operate, there are there's females, there aren't any other males. They're called blackbacks, the young males. Once that back starts to silver, see you later. You're out of the nest. And, and so even though he was proud of me, if I did anything, for example, he was massively into sport. He's a mm. semi-professional rugby player, Essex County. And one day I cycled 30 miles in a day. I couldn't believe I'd cycled 30 miles. I was waiting with the odometer in the garage. Looked at it and he went, I used to cycle 20 a day to work. Hey, yeah. my mother who have dinner and then bang into the house. Yeah. Yeah. Resets a 10 on the bench. That's the, the interesting thing was, though, he, you know, I think you were talking about doing stand-up and he said, oh, a mugs game or something like that. Yes, he did, he did. But um, he'd been, he'd done a bit of modelling, a bit of acting. Mm. He'd been a, done a bit of stand-up. He'd worked with Mike Reed. He'd been at sort of one of the uh, holiday camps. So he'd been in that world, hadn't he? Yeah, it was a weird thing that doesn't... Add, add up with the sort of aluminium asbestos removing he probably sucked asbestos out of a straw in my old man <laughs> it didn't fit with the fiberglass manipulating man that I knew but I'm wondering if some of his anger was that vanquished squashed ambition so when he was younger like in his 20s and 30s he was obviously he was being a semi-professional bodybuilder he did he, he was photographed he, and then he fell into this acting lark did a few things and then he tried stand-up just for one summer season. Mm. I can't remember if it was a blue coat or a red coat. I was getting muddled up. And he did it. And he, there was another young comedian on the bill called Mike Reed. And they both said, let's, when we finish uh, the Butlins or Pontins run, I forget which one it was, let's both try and do it in the clubs. And my dad was like, nah, get a trade. And Mike Reed carried on. Wow. And, uh, and whenever... So your dad could have been an EastEnders. Whenever, a different path. But do you think whenever he was on the telly, I mean, it was a nightmare. He's like, I could have been me and I'm just a useless builder put upon. I've amounted to nothing. He was a very negative man. Wow. But, yeah, but that, that sort of old school parenting kind of... I think it drives people on. Yes, it can have a very negative effect, but it yeah. also can have a positive effect like it has exactly. on you. Because you see a lot of helicopter parenting. We were just talking about this just now. Yeah. I was in a pub on Sunday and this kid was drawing something and the parents were saying, oh, that's so nice. Is that wonderful? Look what you've done. Yeah. You think... It's actually helping. I'm no. not sure that's going to help because it wasn't that wonderful. And basically, <laughs> you go over and go, that drawing is inadequate. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not sure how much of a favour you do your kids by going so much the other way. You're always going to get it wrong, aren't you? Yeah. Like, I'm just become a dad now. So you're gonna, yeah. you have to just make your mistake in your own way. But it's probably the case. Same with anything. Diet, Brexit, parenting. The extremes of either end aren't going to do anyone any good. Yeah, We're yeah. not supposed to be rolling around in... Hummer some wearing hair shirts and we're probably not supposed to be marching in fascist parades the solution is somewhere in the middle mm. in, and that goes the same for parenting mm. too if Joshy has knocked some milk on the carpet you think, oh, it's almost like modern art you've ruined my expensive carpet <laughs> Joshy Joshy will probably grow up in some sort of reprobate addicted to substances because you've given him no guidelines yeah. Yeah, exactly. you don't want to go too far that way it's, 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 it's getting that balance mm. it is a fascinating true. story Good and uh, it's, it's, it's a, it, it feels like a film actually or it feels like a, certainly a TV much. series Let's so stop like, it I would start selling the rights. <laughs> Netflix it, no, it does. Nuts. It's a really interesting story. Um, you are touring at the moment as well, aren't oh, you? It never stops. Mid yeah, no. I started in uh, January, yeah. and um, yeah. I've done slight. The idea was to do bigger rooms on this tour, not to show off, but to get the numbers done more quickly. I've finally got to the stage where I can do these slightly bigger one to three thousand rooms. But it did extend anyway, mm. and now it's just extended again till May. So um, I That's absolutely good. love what I do. But I just wish my body knew how much I love <laughs> what I do. So uh, russellkane.co.uk for all the uh, dates. And just finally, as uh, uh, Genius or Evil, the, mm. the, 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 the podcast you've been doing, uh, I found very interesting. There's been some sporting ones in there, of course. Yeah. Uh, one of which I listened to was Muhammad Ali, which we oh, won't so. give the game away, but uh, you kind of take a character and you look at the good and bad side of them uh, from all 
all different walks of life. So, so what we do is, and, and um, evil geniuses, we yeah. take someone who's got a received wisdom about them being a genius, say Gandhi, or about everyone yeah. thinking they're evil, like mm. Bernard Manning or Thatcher. Mm. And then I throw mud in the opposite direction to yeah. received opinion. I call them fact bombs, mm. which my three pa- confused panellists try not to have an opinion because it's 2019. And if you have an opinion, you could be in trouble. <laughs> uh, so uh, there were, don't you think it's weird? We live in a culture where we're too scared for anything to have definition or meaning. Nothing means anything anymore. Everything floats in an amorphous blob mm. without meaning. But someone can be cancelled the next day. Both of those things are running at the same time. Yeah. And I thought, let's explore that in a fun format. So we take people like Muhammad Ali. Obviously, everyone's got the posters on the wall. He's a legend. But I had three horrific facts that didn't bear very well on him. And we recorded those in front of an audience. And at the end, my confused, uppercutted mm-hmm. uh, panel after three rounds yeah. of brutal battle had to vote simplistically evil or genius. Because that's what we've been doing to these pop stars. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. what's happening all the time. And it, it's it, yes, it's fun and, and engaging, but it's also can be quite a tricky listen. Yeah. So and want- I felt, I, 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 I sense a bit of peer pressure in the result of that one. But anyway, we will, because uh, <laughs> it was a live audience. Yeah. But they, they are fascinating. So people can go and check those out as well. But good to see you, Russell. Thank you very yeah, much. Coming in. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll return tomorrow with the Hairy Bikers and Angelos Epithemia. He's coming in. It's yeah. always good value. And who else we got for you? And Andy Good talk a bit of rugby ahead of the Rugby World Cup final. So until then, thanks for downloading us. Be listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.